Welcome to another special episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, so this episode could probably be described as an emphasis on a particular application of the material we've already covered in episode 23 on the doubt condition and formula, and episode 15 on the power condition and formula. And so when you're done with this, it might pay to review those two episodes. Remember, a condition is an operating state, and everyone is in one operating state or another, let's face it. So it pays to identify the operating state or condition you are in, and then do the precise steps or formula you need to do to get from that one state to the next higher one. Okay, and those are covered a few of those, we've been covering them one at a time through this podcast series. So uh, again, if you care to review some of those, particularly the one on doubt and the one on power. All right, so now instability as a condition or situation uh, can appear as an aspect uh, in several other conditions, obviously. You can manifest instability in confusion. You can manifest instability in doubt. You can manifest instability in danger in many of the different conditions formulas. So instability can manifest in one of several operating states or conditions. But if you've ever felt unstable, you probably didn't like it very much. And whether you're walking a tightrope, trying to figure out a relationship, or trying to predict whether your business was going to make it up the line next month or two, you probably know what instability feels like, and you probably don't like it. But let's uh, let's define let's first define what stability is in the English dictionary. It's defined here as the state of being stable. And stable is defined as there's several definitions here, but let's look them over. Not likely to fall or give way as a structure, support, foundation, etc., firm, steady. So that'd be a pretty physical universe type definition. Here's another one. Able or likely to continue or last, firmly established, enduring or permanent, stable government. You might like this definition if you refer to your company as stable. Here's resistant to sudden change or deterioration. Stable economy is the aim of every government. It's one of the definitions. Here is one for beings, perhaps. Steadfast, not wavering or changeable, as in character or purpose, dependable. He's a stable cat, man. You can count on him. That's a, that's a beautiful definition. And here we have not subject to emotional instability or illness. Sane, mentally sound. He's stable. Okay, so uh, comes from Middle English, from Old French, estable, from Latin stabilis. Stable, uh, equivalent to sta, stem of the word star. I don't know how you pronounce that. Probably star, Latin word. To stand, 
and bilis, which is a suffix, which means B-L-E, bull, bluh, bluh, whatever, which is, of course, a contraction of able, B-L-E. So bilis, stable, able to stand, I guess you could say, would be the derivation of stable. Just for fun, let's look up the, uh, the suffix, B-L-E. It's a suffix meaning capable of, susceptible of, fit for, tending to, given to, associated in meaning with the word able, occurring in loan words from Latin. And then they give the example laudable, which would mean, of course, able to be lauded or, or praised. Laudable, a laudable action. Used in English as a highly productive suffix to form adjectives by addition to stems of any origin, like teachable, photographable. So it's the ability to do something. Ties right into the word able or ability. So stability and ability, obviously, right, right off the get-go, have quite a connection. So instability would be the opposite of that. It's therefore an inability. So stability would be an ability to be stable, and instability would be a lack of ability to be stable. I don't know if this is boring you, but it's interesting me. I, uh, I hope many of the listeners have had this wonderful experience of being raised in the country, that you weren't just stuck inside or in a city through your whole childhood. But I remember building rock dams in the middle of a rushing stream in Vermont. And uh, we would get in there up to our knees or hips in water and just we'd be pulling up these huge rocks. Uh, you know, of course, the water would make it a little bit easier sometimes to pull these rocks up and lift them and so forth. So we were always challenging each other to lift these enormous rocks and pile them onto the dam that we were building to, to build a makeshift swimming hole. And uh, you learn pretty early that if you don't have your feet stable, if you haven't established good footing, <laughs> you were certainly going to get soaking wet from head to toe before you started lifting some of these rocks. So in the same way, you can imagine yourself trying to influence your dynamics you know, whether it's your family, your business, your job, you don't have to have your own business to understand about instability and your and as a consequence of instability, not being able to make things happen around you. So stability has a lot to do with ability and the ability to influence uh, your the various factors in your own life. I don't care how big you can you can stretch it out to mankind. You know how well are you impinging on the mankind dynamic and helping to build a better world if you yourself are not stable. So instability and stability are are crucial topics for uh, anyone who's trying to achieve a greater influence across their lives. Okay, so we are going to dig in on an LRH article. 
dated 8 September 1971, and it's entitled, appropriately, Instability. Now, he uses a term here I want to define first with you. Uh, we've defined it in earlier episodes, but just to clarify, it's the term post. And he defines it as a position, job, or duty to which a person is assigned or appointed. An assigned area of responsibility and action in an organization which is supervised in part by an executive. So that's the uh, Mr. Hubbard's definition. Now here's a, diction- a dictionary definition, which pretty much says the same thing. A position of duty, employment, or trust to which one is assigned or appointed. The example given is a diplomatic post. And then there's another uh, definition here. The station or rounds of a person on duty as a soldier, sentry, or nurse. You've heard that before. In any good war movie, you know, someone's at their post or he deserted his post or he's, you can count on him, he's at his post. Now, the origin of the word comes from French post, Italian posto, Latin positum, which is from ponere to place, put. So here again, we're, we're, we're looking at a concept of something being put there and stably there. So we talk about a post in an organization, but you could also have a post, an area of responsibility and other aspects of your life. You can have a post in your family. You got, you know, you got your husband post, you got your wife post, mother post. These are slightly different. <clears throat> Person could occupy several posts. You could have a volunteer post. Someone said, okay, well, will you take this on this area of responsibility as a volunteer activity to help improve your community in some way? And the guy goes, okay, yeah, I got this. All right, so now he's got that. Let's hope he's got that, and he and he is stable, but he may not be. And there's nothing worse than trying to depend upon people who uh, you think have got the post, and they're actually not actually on that post, and they are not stable, and they are not able to be counted upon. So this has a lot of repercussions throughout life, not just within an organization. Now the owner of a business also has a post. Sometimes guys forget that. Now, in my experience, they're a little confused about their post because they don't understand that there's actually a distinction between being an owner and you could say goal finder for an organization or a founder of that organization and a manager of that organization. These are two separate posts or hats or areas of responsibility. Um, I'm going to do an episode on that in the not very distant future, but if you want to do your own research on it, you can, but they're not the same post. But the point I simply want to make in this podcast is you have a post. I don't care where you are within your organization. If you're the founder of it or whether you're the uh, mail clerk, uh, you have a post, you have an area of trust and responsibility And to the degree that you're stable on that post, uh, you are productive and it, it actually quite influences your own happiness as well and your own morale. Okay, so let's uh, tackle the article, Mr. Hubbard's article entitled Instability. He states here, you will find that persons who are having a rough time or giving others one are either just leaving or haven't arrived on the post. In other words, 
they in some way are not actually on post. Okay. Think with that. Someone is having a rough time. Someone in your organization is giving others a rough time. And you're going, wow, this person's giving us a rough time. I wonder what the problem is. Well, I can tell you one aspect of that problem. They're not actually on post. That's one thing you can, that's one arrow you can put in your quiver here. That person's giving us a rough time. They're not doing very well. Let's inspect. Are they actually on post? Maybe they never really arrived. You know, it's interesting when I am in communication with individuals and discover that they have had a bit of a rough time in the past. Maybe I'm uh, working to convince them to do something survival of some form or another in their own business or um, some involvement on the higher dynamics, like the fourth dynamic, mankind dynamic, that there is often upset connected with being on a post that the person never wanted in the first place. They were assigned this function. Maybe they got involved with a company organization full of vim, full of vigor. They wanted to get into the creative aspect, perhaps of marketing, or they have an artistic bent and they wanted to contribute their creativity. And the next thing you know, they're being uh, the recruiter for the organization or something, or they're being the they're handling the billing or something like this. And so you have all this creativity here and uh, the person approaches their area with quite a bit of enthusiasm because they, they have an, a, an idea that they're going to be able to find an outlet for this creativity and they're doing something that is not really, um, from their perspective, aligned with what they have purposes for or what they have passions for. And so uh, consequently... Uh, they may never actually have arrived on that post. Talk to them about it. You know, if they're sitting there trying to do a bunch of billing and, uh, you know, administrative type functions, which some people are very good at and have a passion for, and some people not so much. So if you have that person misposted, they're sitting there never having arrived. They're resentful about it, perhaps, or they're always thinking about how can I get out of this function? Um, how can I get more into what I want to do? Maybe they're looking at uh, quitting your business and going to work for somebody else. That's not being on post. Maybe they've, uh, you've all had this experience, I'm sure, uh, on one in one way or another, either watching somebody else go through it or you've gone through it, where you've, you're trying to carry out the last two or three weeks. Uh, you've given notice, you're going to be leaving, and now you're going to be working for two or three weeks with your attention on your upcoming post. You're not actually on post. Guess what? You're probably causing trouble for other people if you find yourself in that situation or the individuals who are in that situation are causing trouble for others because they're not. They're either just leaving or haven't arrived on the post. So you can have a person not having arrived or they're on their way out. Either way, it creates an instability. They're not actually on post. This can happen to you when you decide you want to start a new enterprise. Maybe someone's talked you into tackling some great, quote, opportunity, end quote, to make a bunch of money, which is always dangerous because uh, there's a lot more to life than just 
you know, working your guts out to make money. There are other purposes and other goals that you may have, and these may get neglected because you are now pursuing money so that you can, maybe you even have the, the idea that, well, if I do this, then I can do that later. But in the meanwhile, whatever you're doing, you're doing it for, you know, two, three, four, maybe it stretches out to a dozen years of doing something so that you can do what you really want to do. It's usually a safer approach to analyze what you really want to do and figure out how to make that um, productive and viable for you. But so, you know, you get into something and you never really get into it. You never arrive on the post. You will probably struggle with that. And you will struggle because you're not stable. Okay, he goes on to say this. It is also an oddity that those who have to go to point B haven't arrived ever at point A in order to be able to leave for B. Okay, maybe you got a job, you were trying to figure out what you were going to do, and you're working in this company, and you go, wow, I just realized what point B is. I, I, I want to go do this, or I want to go do that, or I, wanna, I want this poster, that poster. I want to start something new. Meanwhile, you're at point A. Well, let Mr. Hubbard give you a tip here by, through this reference. You want to get to point B? Arrive at point A. I don't care uh, whether, you know, this street sweeping job is not quite what I thought it was going to be. It's not quite as much fun as I thought it would be. I thought it would afford me freedom and I wouldn't have these responsibilities. And I'm a street sweeper now, but now I realize I really want to be an actor or whatever it is. You want to get to point B? Suggestion. Be really stable, dependable at point A. And you will find that it is far, far easier now to get to point B. Because we all find ourselves in these circumstances where, holy cow, how do I get in the middle of this? Provided, and this is where the doubt formula is helpful, provided it's not a destructive activity across the dynamics, it's a worthwhile activity. You know, this guy gave you a job, he's giving you good pay, he's giving you benefits, he's granting you beingness and importance with your job. Uh, let's not reward that by being unstable. Let's reward that by being stable. Arrive at point A, even if you now have a concept of where point B should be. You won't get there, my friends. And even if you have a business, you've started this business and you go, this is the business I'm going to do for right now. Uh, it's not really what I want to do, but it's what I'm doing right now. What I really want to do is business X or business B. Let's say B. Okay. You're in business A and you want to get to business B. Okay. You want to get to business B? Yet, do what you're doing while you're doing it with business A. Be stable on that, and you will find it is far, far easier to get to point B or business B. Mr. Hubbard goes on to say this, the ability to be something strongly shows up in post-performances. The real stars can be anything wholly and completely for short or long periods. They are what they are being. They aren't just arriving or leaving. See, you can be anything. Okay, maybe you didn't think you were born to bag groceries, but you're bagging groceries right now, like be it. Okay, because you can be anything. And only through that will you find success in going to the next point. And finally, the last sentence of, the, of this reference, it's a very short article. He says, to be or unbe. That is the ability. So here's that beautiful word, ability. 
to be or unbe, that is the ability. It's an ability. To be or unbe, that is the ability. To not quite be or to was is the aberration. L. Ron Hubbard. So, moral of the story, don't make a habit of not quite arriving or always be leaving a post or area of responsibility. Uh, and I think you will have a lot more success in arriving at point B, whatever that point B is for you. Of course, uh, it's very important to establish point B. What is point B? And a lot of these earlier podcasts do address establishing your point B. Obviously, it has to align with basic purpose. It has to align with the various urges to survive. We call the dynamics. The doubt formula is very useful here. Uh, which we covered in an earlier episode. So having a clear idea of where point B is, is critical. But just as critical and maybe even more critical is being at point A so that you can then leave for B and to be it wholly and completely. It's an ability, a very, very, very valuable one. So work hard to acquire it, okay? It's not that, it's actually easier to do it that way than to ignore this factor. Okay, so that wraps it up for today's episode. If you have any uh, originations or wins or successes from this episode or any others, or if you have any questions, please contact us at info at wiseeastus.org. We've now put a link, uh, finally, uh, on the uh, homepage for these podcast. So all you have to do is click that link and you will easily be able to drop us a line. We love hearing from you and uh, we've got lots of wins, but we always welcome them and we love to have more. So uh, fire away, write us info at wiseeastus.org. You can just click on the link on the uh, uh, homepage for these podcasts. And uh, also let us know if you have any questions or if you have any problems you think we might be able to help you with at Wise East US. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have another episode on Monday.